welcome to the Principles of Success podcast. This is your host, Dr. Shana Henry. This podcast is for current or aspiring female school leaders and those who are supportive of their journeys. Each week, we will hear from passionate educational leaders. I will also share my reflections from over 15 years as a school leader. Together, we will talk about how to level up our schools and our leadership. Today, I'm chatting with Opal Harrison, a middle school principal in Houston, Texas, and we are chatting about the art of valuing people in your organization. And when I say all, she means all, from the students to the teachers, to your office staff, to your custodian, everyone. In our chat, she shares what this looks like when it's part of the system and how she measures success. Let's get started. Hello, Opal. Welcome to the show. Good morning. I'm glad to be here. Thank you for having me. I am so glad to have you here. Thank you so much. Thank you. So I'm really excited about what we're going to talk about today and just your leadership and the work that you're doing. So before we started recording, I did share a little bit about you, but I saved all the good stuff for for now. (laughs) (laughs) So can you tell us about you and your path to leadership? So I I taught science for seven years, and uh, while I was a teacher, I often uh, looked at the leaders on my campus, and I wanted to do more. I wanted to influence more, have a bigger impact. And so an opportunity came for me to join one of our district leadership cohorts to become certified. And so I took advantage of that. And after that, was placed just in the right room with people uh, to interview and connect. And from there, became an assistant principal over science. Uh, The principal is looking for someone with a science background uh, in high school, which, which was my background. And I ended up there and got to impact uh, a new community, students, uh, teachers, and I was there for six years. And that school, a principal position came open. Uh, I applied for it and didn't get it. But uh, little did I know the middle school that fed into my high school uh, soon would have a vacancy. And so I am in the same community uh, in a feeder school, uh, which I served. And so now, again, impact is larger because now I have the can influence an entire campus and create the vision alongside other stakeholders for that campus. And so uh, in brief, that's that's how I got to where I am now. Yeah, that's great. Well, hats off to you for being a science person. I don't have a science (laughs) bone in my body. So I always think you are the smartest people I know. Hey, science is everywhere. That's what I told my kids. You live, you breathe, you do science every day. This is true. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to add that to my knowledge about science that I am doing it a little <laughs> bit every day. All right. So, you just finished year 3 as a principal. So, congratulations to you. Thank you. When you reflect on these last 3 years and those of an assistant principal, were there any lessons learned that you brought with you from your from your time teaching? Absolutely. Something that I learned as a teacher 
was that you can't make judgment on students from someone else's experiences. So often when you would get students, other teachers will say, oh, he's horrible or, you know, they can't read or they can't do this. And so as a teacher, I learned that you know, relationships, and and that becomes a theme across my career, but relationships are important. Um, And you also learn that, you know, there are things sometimes that prevent people from showing up and being their best. And so as a teacher, I began to learn not to listen to what other people say, to make my own judgment, draw my own conclusion on my students. And so I saw some students win that people you know, didn't think would or could. And so uh, when I became a leader, I tried to take that with me as well. You know, when I encounter people, not to make any uh, or take anyone else's perspective into consideration, but to get to know them for myself and see their work, their ability, and then form my own conclusion. Yeah. And there were some things that your previous principals mentioned to you about just the value of people. Is that correct? Absolutely. Uh, The principal that hired me as a teacher, he said that parents bring you, what they drop off at the gate is their very best. They bring you their very best. Mm. And so that looks different, you know, for each family, for each person. And so I kept that in mind and took that into consideration uh, with every kid that I encountered. Yeah, I love that. Also, the value of custodians and secretaries. They're probably the most undervalued people in a school, but they hold sometimes the most knowledge and Mm -hmm. can provide and offer the best support sometimes because they become the eyes and ears of your campus because people, I don't want to say disregard them, but kind of overlook them and their importance. And so, uh, hey, my secretary, my custodians are allies. You know, they are just as important on a campus as teachers, as students, as parents. So when you arrived to your principalship and you you are blessed with this school, did you find that to be the case when you arrived? Was there a equal value of all the people in the building? Uh, I wouldn't say that there that there were people who were undervalued, but I would say that you know everyone kind of stayed to themselves. Uh, the campus mm. there was you know it was kind of disjointed and uh, there was a connection missing. Uh, across Mm -hmm. the campus. And it could very well have been from the turnover. I know that I had students and teachers my first year asking me, will you be back next year? Mm -hmm. And so when I returned for year two, there were teachers saying, oh, wow, (laughs) you're back. And so now year three, I am... In in the last 10 years, I'm the longest standing principal at this campus. Mm -hmm. And I would say 20 years, the second longest standing principal at the campus. And so it's seen a lot of turnover. And I think because of that, people have not connected to each other um, or to the campus in a way that would be meaningful for students and meaningful for the community. Sure. Hard to build relationships when there's inconsistency or you don't have the time to really connect and learn one another. So how do you see that and start to chip away at 
being able to build connections when people are maybe hesitant to invest because they don't know who will be here tomorrow? First is just getting to know people and letting them get to know you. And and not saying, you know, I, I know that there are campuses where people, you know, go out to eat or happy hours. It's just a conversation and being genuine, speaking in the morning, asking people their thoughts and their opinions. If I offer support and then you cash that check, you, you ask for it, uh, showing up for you, even, you know, something as little as a concern and immediately addressing it. I think that people take you for your word when you prove to them that I will follow up and I will make good on my word. And, you know, that that means a lot and it goes a long way. What do you look or listen for as an indication that you're moving in the right direction, that there is value across your staff? Something that I look for is a voice. Uh, When people are willing to share with you their concerns and often uh, share suggestions that they have, that is powerful because if there was no investment if there was no connection. Oftentimes people would just say, well, I'm not going to say anything. You know, they can figure it out on their own. Or if it fails, uh, they, they should have been paying attention. And so to hear voice uh, from people, especially when there are potential pitfalls or ways that we could do things better, I think that that is an indication that there is connection in the space. Additionally, you know, those water cooler conversations, now they're happening on our uh, virtual platforms in which, uh, for example, I had a a leader uh, share with me some conversation that her her team was having after a PLC just about the support that they had been receiving. And so she said, wow, you know, look at this. (laughs) Also, uh, you know, surveys that go out, uh, our Uh, Local teachers union did a survey of teachers that asked questions around support of their campus, uh, if they're able to attend professional development, obtain supplies, things like that. But different ways to ask about support. And uh, the results were then released. And I, I had an administrator say, congratulations. Well, for what? (laughs) And so he said, well, have you seen the survey results? Well, what survey? So eventually I received the the results from the survey. And in comparison to some other schools, our teachers felt extremely supported, the ones who had responded. And so and and of course, there there was one or two who didn't. And, you know, I want to work better. So everyone, you know, feels valued and supported. But overall, the results were really good. And so all of those have been indicators to me that uh, things have changed, as well as the students. The students will tell you. They, mm-hmm. in middle school, they haven't really learned filter yet. Uh, they're kind of like elementary <laughs> so students. So cute. they kind of tell you, you know, what's on their mind, what's going on. And so uh, their honesty, as well as the parents' honesty, um, has has all you know, served as indicators for me. Yeah. 
So I want to um, take a virtual step onto your campus with you a little bit. And so if I'm your assistant principal or I'm, I'm shadowing you for a day, what are some things I might see you intentionally doing to raise value? So if a principal is listening and they say, I'm not sure if I'm doing the right things, what are some things that you specifically do? So in, in the mornings on the announcements every day, I tell the students, today be the best version of you. Put forth your best effort. Knowing that, and the message is for the, the, the teachers too, but, but for the students, that is something that I want to put in their ear every morning because I know that day to day, things happen in life, things may change. And so today, I want you, whatever your best is today, I want you to give it. And thus recognizing that expectations are not the same, again, for everyone. But if we can expect the best of you, that that is, that is enough and will help you the rest of the way. After the morning announcements, you'll see we greet people in person. Good morning. How are you? I think it's important as leaders that we practice threshold uh, with students, also with teachers to kind of get a a pulse of what's uh, going on. Also throughout the day, you know, as we walk classrooms, if we see students who are working independently and they're struggling and the teacher hasn't made it over to them yet because they're helping another student, we'll jump in and we'll help. We'll help the student. Uh, We're not above teaching, you know, a title doesn't mean anything. We're all still educators at heart. And so, you know, jump in, be present and support. I've had students, for example, come to my office, you know, who have gotten in trouble for, you know, different things. And while they're there, I'll grab a book. Okay, we're going to read. And I want you to read, you know, at least one chapter. And then we'll talk about what happened to kind of deescalate and still push expectation of literacy on our campus. And so you'll see administrators engaging in that manner in different ways around the campus. Uh, Also, when parents come, we greet them. A lot of times, you know, they may not be happy about stuff, but we, you know, attempt to deescalate that by, you know, how are you today? I I hate that you feel that way, but how can we help you feel better about that situation? And sometimes, you know, we may end up agreeing to disagree, but we both leave feeling much better about what has occurred. And then at the end of the day, same thing as, as students exit, we tell them, have a wonderful day. If the sun is shining, enjoy today. It's beautiful. Go out, have a walk. And if it's not beautiful, we ask them to be the sunshine as they leave Mm -hmm. out to someone else. And so we just throughout the day in different ways, try to instill positivity in people so that even if it's someone's bad day, um, hopefully our words of encouragement will help them make it a better day and again, show up to be the best versions of themselves. Yeah, I love that. And there's one thing you do with your staff, and I can't remember if it's at the beginning of the year or when you when you do it, but you ask them what their role is with the school, I think, and then you ask them uh, for them to share with you uh, what can they do for yes. the school. Tell me a little bit about that. I probably yes. aren't, I'm, I'm not getting that right exactly. <laughs> 
<laughs> so um, I like to know what the aspirations of each employee are. Some people don't aspire to to do more. You know, they they feel like their place is to be in the classroom with students and that they will fulfill their dream in pouring in to students in the classroom. But I still seek to maximize that impact. So even with that, uh, what do you do well that we could maybe have other teachers experience with you in your classroom so that we could build capacity in that manner? But everyone from our clerks to our teachers, just everyone, you know, what is your goal? What are your aspirations? You know, one way that I uh, support people, I have uh, two teacher's assistants and a clerk who uh, this year have been working on certification to graduated from college with their degrees. And so they are uh, taking their certification test actually this month. And I have one who passed his test and uh, just accepted a teacher position, you know, again, across um, my school. And connecting with people, just asking them what those goals and aspirations are, and then providing them support and also ways on campus in which they can gain experience so that they're prepared to go to the next level. So even teachers who are looking to move into leadership, I have one teacher that I can think of uh, right now who wants to become an administrator and, you know, needs to pass the test. And so uh, providing his name, they're, they're doing uh, sessions uh, within our district to help prepare for the test. And so, you know, gave his name and uh, now he's received his materials to start that. Also offering him leadership opportunities. And so, you know, again, no matter who you are, where you sit on the campus, Knowing uh, what you aspire to and finding ways to support you in that and ways that you could begin to practice some of those skills on the campus in your current position. Yeah, that's great. Now, Opal, if I were to ask your staff how they feel valued by you, what do you think they would say? I would say that they might say that I show that I care and and that is by offering uh support that is by listening uh to their concerns attempting to find solutions if there are issues that they encounter i would also say by helping them become who they they want to be but but i would say that just in showing caring that they feel valued and no matter if I implement things that they suggest that they feel listened to, that someone listens to. Mm-hmm. So important. What do you hope leaders take away from this conversation today? I hope that leaders take away the value of people. And I know that uh, is general and it can encompass a lot, but Knowing that if you genuinely build relationships with people and show people that they are important in the organization, no matter what their role is, those people will give you and the organization their absolute best. 
And that best looks different for different people, but they will show up and do their best. And what you ask of them. And if they're not able to accomplish the ask, they're willing to open their mouth and say, I may not know how to do it. I want to do it. Can you help me Mm -hmm. so that I can do it? Yeah. And I think that that is most important. Love that. Thank you. So, Obel, we're we're almost at our end of our conversation, and we always end with some rapid-fire questions so we okay. can end with a little fun, and listeners can get to know a little more about you. So are you game <laughs> for a few? I'm game. Okay, let's do it. All right, favorite leadership book? Ooh, favorite leadership book is The Speedest Trust by Stephen Covey. Makes sense with everything we just talked about, right? It just totally <laughs> aligns. How about your favorite app? I would say my favorite app is Twitter because of my district. Everyone tweets and and they <laughs> want to see what's going on on campus. So I had to I had to get with it. <laughs> so how are you with tweeting? Are you a daily tweeter? I'm not. I try to be, but I'm not. I'll take pictures on my campus and then I'll forget to tweet them. And it'll be like right. a day or two later. And I'm like, oh, I forgot to tweet this. <laughs> tweeting is an art for sure. Yeah. Best Amazon find for work. Oh, during the pandemic, the blue filter glasses being Mm, on the computer has done a job on my eyes. And so those have been amazing. Yeah. Favorite song to put you in a good mood. Oh, I love Closer by Guapoli. If I'm pronouncing her name right, I'm not sure. But in the song, uh, like the hook is like Closer, um, Closer to my dreams. And I just, I love it. Yeah. Oh, that's so great. All right. One tip you would tell your first year principal self. Mm. First year principal self, I would say you are not an AP anymore. You have other professionals um, (laughs) on the campus who are able to do the job. Delegate. Oh, I wish someone told me to delegate my first year. It would have saved me so many gray hairs, I tell you. Absolutely. All right. So if listeners want to connect with you, Mm -hmm. where, how should they do so? Hey, that favorite app, Twitter, I I am on there. Um, At Opal H. Ford on Twitter, that every day, uh, even if I don't tweet, I do check Twitter. Um, Because again, um, in my district, that's almost like the lifeline with everything that's going on. And so I, I am there. I love it. Opal, thank you so much for this conversation today. You've given us a lot to think about and reflect on our own practice. So I really appreciate your time. Thank you for having me. I really enjoyed it. Thank you, Opal, for sharing your wisdom and giving us opportunities to think about our own leadership. Please take a moment to share this episode with a colleague or on your social media platforms, because as we know, sharing is caring. Thank you for listening today. Until next time, this is Dr. Shana Henry with the Principles of Success podcast.